This is Scott Becker with Becker's Healthcare. I'm here with the 18th Annual Orthopedic Spine and Pain Management Driven ASC Conference plus the Business of Spine. Thrilled today to be joined for Thoughts from the Top by Alfonso Del Granado, uh, who's gonna talk to us about some of what he's seeing. We're gonna ask him three questions, introduce himself, talk about what they're seeing currently with COVID-19, and then what ramp up and recovery looks like and any advice there. Alfonso? Can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Hi, Scott. Thank you. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, this is Alfonso Del Granado, Administrator of Covenant High Plains Surgery Center in Lubbock, Texas. Previously, I was the Administrator at Ashton Center for Day Surgery in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, and before that, Chief Compliance Officer for Oak Brook Medical Management, and um, before that, Gynecology Service Line Leader for Weiss Hospital in Chicago. Well, thank you for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about Lubbock, Texas, and what is going on with COVID-19 there? Has your center had it closed down entirely? Is it back open? Give us a quick sense of the current situation. Well, we elected to close our center about eight weeks ago uh, ahead of the governor's order because we, we, we saw what was coming. We're a joint venture between Covenant uh, Medical Center, which is part of Providence St. Joe's, and um, 46 physician partners, as well as uh, Azura NCP, which is a national uh, ASC management company. And based on their guidance and what we were seeing on the ground, we, we elected to uh, stop doing elect, um, elective cases. Um, but we couldn't shut down completely because uh, we're, you know, adjacent to the hospital and they depended on us to uh, continue doing procedures um, that were semi-urgent or urgent but they would prefer not to do at the hospital. So we went down about 10% of our normal volume and um, kept the doors open, kept all employees um, on full-time status and just, uh, you know, forced our way through the, uh, through the crisis. And where are you at now in terms of percentage of procedures compared to normal volumes? Well, last week we were at 10%, and then this Monday, I'm happy to say, we just uh, started resuming elective cases. So uh, this week we did about 25% of our normal volume and we're working our way up to 50%. And in, in two questions. First question is how long do you think until you're at really regular volume? That is a really tough call because our normal volume is pretty close to our capacity. Our, the difference between an average month for us and a peak month is not that great. So with all the new measures we've had to put in place, um, I don't, uh, I can't really tell you how soon we'll be at 100%. I think we're probably going to just have to take it week by week and reevaluate. Some of the measures that we've put in place, we're gonna get a little bit faster, we're gonna get a little bit um, more efficient, but others you just can't do anything about. For example, at the end of the case, having to wait three minutes for a full room air exchange before we can, um, decontaminate, and then having to wait again before we bring the next patient in. All of that and is so going what is, to add, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, absolutely. So next week you plan to be at about 50% of typical pre-COVID volumes. And do you think by the end of the month with the new procedures, the new protocols, and I'll ask you a couple more questions, do you think you'll be at 60, 70% within a month or so? Or what, do you have any sense of that? And I know it's very fluid. It just, as you start to look at scheduling and, and time constraints, do you have a sense of when you'll get to 60, 
And can you break even at 60, 70%? Well, we, we redo our models practically every week now. Uh, we were expecting to be at about 75% next month, but that could change. Right now, we just lack sufficient data. Uh, three minutes doesn't sound like a lot of time, but when you're doing 100 cases, uh, you know, that's 300 minutes times two, 600 minutes, that's 10 hours that you have somehow have to work into your into your schedule. So we're probably going to have to hire additional staff in order to be able to, uh, to get anywhere near our, our previous levels. With regards to break even, uh, yes, we can we can definitely um, make a profit at 60 or 70 percent of our normal volume, but uh, we would much rather be at 90 to 100 percent. Yes, but it sounds like in the big scheme of things, even though it's frustrating, that you're making pretty good progress. We are. Um, I will say this. Uh, there was some consideration given at first to maybe uh, focusing on cases that are um, better revenue producers, but we have 46 physician partners here, and we need to support their practices just as they support our, our organization. So in the end, we opted to open all um, all service lines and all practices up. We're um, not uh, selectively uh, curtailing cases for financial purposes. We're um, trying to support everybody evenly. But again, with our lower volumes, it's just it's going to take a little time before we're uh, back up to speed. And a, a next follow-up question: Is there a lot of pent-up demand, or is that dampened at all? dampens it all by the economic recession that many places are facing. Do you have any sense of that yet? There is a lot of demand. Um, we don't do a lot of cosmetic or procedures that could have all, um, less invasive uh, uh, treatment options. So most of the cases that come our way are, in fact, the vast majority of the cases that come our way are in, in insured and uh, covered procedures. So for us, um, the number one loss leader is going to be cash collection. And so ordinarily our policy is 100% collection up front, but we're going to have to be a little bit more um, a, a little bit more uh, lenient and maybe introduce longer term payment plans for, for patients who just, just can't afford it. For our next six months, we're modeling about a 50% decrease in, in cash payments. Gotcha, and your cash payments are what percentage of your total revenues? Are they typically 10, 15, 20%? They're uh, closer to 10%. Okay, okay. So for, for some period of time, you're working on a new, reduced, new normal, um, but don't do a lot of cosmetics. It's really payer paid, and just a matter of ultimate time, whether people keep their employment insurance and those kinds of things, is some of the impact there. But you're having a decently nice ramp up um, and any, I mean, you've, you've mentioned some really useful thoughts. People better keep on remodeling. There's no clear prediction yet. It's not a clear linear path. Is that a fair statement? No, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you have to stay on top of, uh, of your data and just analyze and reanalyze. Uh, we're doing, uh, for example, we model our supplies about two, twice a week now. We um, are working on the financial impact of the um, uh, you know, uh, of the new, um, uh, excuse me, the, um, the new turnover delays uh, as we speak. We're not even, we're just finishing the first week since we've been back and we already have some sense how it's going to look, but everything could change again next week. 
just yesterday, our medical executive committee uh, voted to start uh, allowing some upper um, upper GI cases to be done. And that, of course, changes all, all the models yet again. Yes, and so, so, so it's gonna be a lot of work for a period of time to figure out and get through this new normal and try and make sure things are cash flowing okay and thriving enough and doing okay. A fair statement? Yes, absolutely. You have to stay on top of everything. You can't just set something in stone and move on. Um, I mean, this has been the case, as, as you're well aware, for many years, it's centers that are dynamic and adaptable and flexible are the ones that are, are having the, the best success. And honestly, uh, anybody out there who thinks that they can just set something up and you know to put it on autopilot it's especially now it's just um i think you're going to see a lot of centers start to close if they're not able to to be flexible and constantly just alfonso we appreciate your thoughts so much and can't wait to get a chance to see you in person again at one of our events we appreciate you spending time with us so much today i can't even tell you thank you so much thank you scott thank you very much